Following the release of the metric results, many learners may need to adjust their study plans for the year if they did not perform as hoped. While others may be in the happy position of being able to consider new options due to better than expected results, now the Independent Institute of Education says that if students move quickly, there's still time for them to change course and they also have advice on high in-demand qualifications. Joining us now to tell us more about this is General Manager at the Independent Institute of Education, Peter Creel. Good afternoon, Peter. Welcome to Lotus FM. Good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. Now, firstly, Peter, tell us about the different categories matric learners may find themselves in and why even if you did not get the results you expected, well, this is not the end. Now, absolutely, it's not the end. And of course, there, there are three things that can happen. Number one, you can do much better than what you expected, which of course then means that more opportunities or more possibilities are opening up. And then on the opposite side of the coin, when you do... Uh, not as well as you expected now uh, you had a dream and uh, it's likely that at this stage of the game you think oh it's the end of the world end of my life uh, and of course the message I'm giving across if you're in that situation where you didn't do as well as you, you thought you would it's not the end of the world you know what I mean and then of course the third um, category of outcome is your performance was in line with what you expected uh, but um, either you haven't made plans yet to, about your future or you may have doubts as to whether you made the right decisions. So those three categories are the broad categories in which students, when they get their results, can find themselves in. Now, Peter, is it too late for them to apply to study further? You know what, the, answer, the broad answer is no. Uh, um, we have to be realistic. It's very late in the process. At many institutions, they've reached capacity, so applications are closed. So um, it is very late, but it's not completely closed. So there are still places that, that may accept students. You know, you may get cancellations. Um, or what is quite often overlooked is, is the, the public environment in our education because your, your, uh, your, sorry, the private environment, your public universities get full quickly, you know. Uh, UCT, of course, has got a waiting list and, and their applications come in months in advance, so they fill up quicker. But there are other providers out there that, that are equally credible, they're accredited, they're registered, that may still have space. I'm not uh, suggesting that uh, they're not getting full and that it's not late, it is late, but your chances are not 100% over yet. Right, now, this is a one of concern, Peter. How important is it that they check that the institutions they are considering are in fact accredited? Oh, it's absolutely critical. Uh, I mean, we often hear about and see on, on television about bogus colleges, and unfortunately those places do exist, you know. Uh, nothing stops somebody from renting a, a piece of uh, property and put up a homemade sign and say, I'm now offering education. Uh, but that, that indeed is fly-by-night in bogus colleges. So it's really critical that uh, applicants and even existing students make sure about the criteria and the credentials of the institution that they're applying to. Otherwise, they're going to walk out there and waste their time and money and, and walk out with nothing. It's easy to check, though. Um, when you arrive at, at, at the place where you apply, what the first thing they should have is a, a certificate of registration by the Department of Higher Education and Training displayed somewhere on their wall. So you just ask them, show me your certificate. And if they can't show you that certificate, then, then you know there's, there's a, a snake in the grass here. 
Uh, of course, if you're not physically uh, at the premises, then you just simply go on the Department of Higher Education and Training's website. You search for the, the register. You just search register. And on the website, you would find a list of all registered and accredited providers. So it's easy to check, but it's critical to check. Now, what are some of the um, in-demand qualifications right now that learners might want to consider? You know, there's both in-demand and, and really some exciting qualifications. Of course, with COVID and the fact that uh, generally in life, the IT world has expanded so much. And, and, and through COVID over the last two years, I think even more so, uh, IT or qualifications in the IT discipline are of high demand. Uh, there's a variety of career options. I mean, if you just look at job adverts around the, the world, not just in South Africa, there's a lot of demand for people in that space. So basically any IT qualification is, is really relevant today. It depends on, on your needs and your interests. Uh, you're not going to do a qualification that prepares you in, in, in web development. That's really not something you're interested in. But there are other related IT qualifications, for example, a Bachelor of Computer and Information Sciences in Game Design um, that is quite unique and, and completely different. And it still gives you the skills to not only game design, which is becoming very popular, but to function in the IT environment. So IT, generally speaking, very, very high in demand. Finance always remains high in demand. Um, not as high as, as, as uh, information technology, except in the, in the um, CPA space or where, where you become a chartered accountant. General commerce is, is always both useful and in demand. Uh, and there's some very exciting commerce qualifications being offered around the country nowadays. So just do your homework. Look at things like supply chain and logistics management, for example. Um, entrepreneurship is very big. And then more to the artistic side, um, brand communications, copywriting. Copywriting is one of my favorites. It's always seemed to be, seemed to be a humanities quality qualification and people often pull up their nose and say, well, doesn't lead to the world of work. But if you do something in um, copywriting, for example, it does prepare you for uh, careers in the corporate world, in the web development world, in the public relations world, in what is really new nowadays, the user experience world. Uh, that's a new discipline, well, not new discipline, but in education space, user experience is becoming really popular. So they're very exciting career opportunities if you, for example, go into something like brand communication and copywriting. So that's just to name a few. You can't really go wrong. Uh, it has to match your interest, but um, there's certainly some disciplines that are nowadays more popular than others. Now, Peter, we always hear this, that, listen, you should follow your passion at the same time when uh, deciding on a career choice. Now, how important is it for learners to be guided by their skills and passions uh, when making that choice? Well, I would like to say very important. And, and, and you know, sometimes you may go off track slightly. Uh, you have a passion for web development, but you think, well, I need to go into IT support services, for example. It's still related. What I always warn against is going into a career option because of family and peer pressure. 
and the examples that I use, and, and I have nothing against lawyers, but because mommy and daddy and my uncle and my oldest brother uh, are all lawyers, doesn't mean I have to become a lawyer. Uh, and if you're going to go into a discipline because of what I call peer or family pressure, then you almost set yourself up for failure. If you are passionate about law and you want to become a lawyer and you're also interested in that, then good, do that. But don't fall prey to to pressure because of other people. You have to do something that you are interested in, that you're going to be motivated to work towards. Otherwise, first-year dropout is very high and the likeliness that you will complete your qualification is becoming smaller and smaller if that's the case. So you definitely need to follow your passion and your interest, uh, maybe more interest than passion because you can be passionate about something that can get you nothing, nowhere, but you've got to be interested in, in the broad discipline that you're going into. Peter, finally, any closing comments from you to all our peeps listening in across the country? Just for the young people, if you did better than expected, good good for you. Congratulations. Look at your options now. And if you didn't do as well as expected, please, please keep in mind that it's not the end of the road. There are options and possibilities. General Manager at the Independent Institute of Education, Peter Creel, thank you very much for joining us. All the best for 2022. God bless you. Thank you. Same to you and your listeners.